Yo, this is David back again with another episode of the Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode number 151, and it is a themed episode, as promised. Um, So the timing of this one, the weekend which it will be coming out, is uh, basically the beginning of fall. So I decided to do kind of an entirely like autumn themed episode so pretty much all of the uh, songs and or albums here uh, will have something to do with kind of the fall season uh, just to kind of create the the mood even though here in Texas it's still you know in the mid 90s for for our high temperatures every day and it does not feel anywhere close to fall honestly but um, I can at least uh, listen to some of these tunes and pretend (laughs) so Hopefully you dig it. Uh, this is a long one. I don't have more songs than normal. It's just that a lot of these songs are a bit longer. Um, just because there's a little more atmosphere and stuff. So a lot a lot of times when bands have kind of more atmospheric uh, music, the songs just kind of take longer to, to kind of make their point. So yeah, there's some longer tunes on this one, especially the last one. You know I like to do that close out an episode with a nice long one so i've done that here as well so strap in let's get things rolling here out of the ukraine i'm gonna play drutk and they're a four piece been going since 2002 um featuring members of hate forest and they've gotten pretty popular over the years and been a fan of theirs for quite a while now. Uh, I'm going to play something off of their second album. They're up to 12 now, which is crazy to me. It just They've never seemed like that prolific of a band. Uh, so the fact that they have 12 records out now is, is just wild to, to say that out loud. But yeah, I'm going to play something off of uh, album number two, which is called Autumn Aurora. And that came out in 2004 through Supernal Music. And yeah, the song title isn't necessarily um, autumn-related. But, you know, the album title is, and uh, I elected to pick one of the shorter ones, because they are a band that um, definitely will bust out some some long songs on you, you know. So this one's a little more manageable, kind of in the five to six minute uh, range, so I figured this would be a good one to kick things off. So here we go, off of their 2004 album, Autumn Aurora, this is Drutk with Summoning the Rain.
All right, there we go. It just kind of cuts off. I mean, it does ring out, but for whatever reason, this track just kind of stops abruptly there. Um, that was Drutk from the Ukraine with Summoning the Rain. So let's move on to Germany here. This is a one-man band that's been going since 2005, and it's uh, frankly a band that I, I did not know much about until uh, within the last year or two. Um, I played them on a previous episode, and um, I've really enjoyed everything I've heard from them. It's Cold World. And as I said, they've been going for, for quite a bit here since 05, and um, they only have three albums out. So one of them came out in 08, and then uh, 2016, and then they just released um, a newer one in 2022. So I'm going to play something off of album number two. This one's a little bit kind of on the nose, but um, it just fits the theme, of course. Uh, the record is called Autumn, and that came out in July of 2016. That's album number two. And that came out through Cold Dimensions Records. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of, for the most part, slower tempo um, and just kind of atmospheric black metal. They work in some clean vocals here and there. And yeah, it's just, it, I, I don't know if it necessarily falls into that post-black metal um, category, but uh, it's definitely more on kind of the melodic and atmospheric side. But, um, yeah, like I said, this one's a little too too on the nose, I'd say, as far as the titles go. But um, it's, you know, it fits well with the other songs on, uh, on this episode. So here we go, off of the second album, Autumn. This is Cold World from Germany with Autumn Shade.
All right, there we have it. That is Cold World from Germany with Autumn Shade off of their album called Autumn from 2016. We're jumping to Norway here, and this one kind of changes it up. Definitely not on the uh, atmospheric side. This is a two-man band that's been going since 87. It is the one and only Dark Throne. And this one is... Frankly, it's on an album that I don't really like that much. They kind of went through a phase there that I just wasn't really into. Um, I enjoyed, you know, The Cult is Alive and uh, Fuck Off and Die, for the most part, was, was pretty good. Not perfect, but pretty good. And then, you know, whenever they were kind of really going full-blown kind of a punk black metal hybrid there um, for Dark Thrones and Black Flags and then for Circle the Wagons, just didn't do a whole lot for me. And then uh, even the Underground Resistance didn't really do a lot for me because it was just too much operatic Fenris vocals going on. Uh, but then they've kind of won me over again uh, with their last few so yeah, this is off of one of those albums that I'm not really that big on, um, but this song is decent and it does fit the theme. So uh, yeah, I'm going to play something off of Dark Thrones and Black Flags uh, that came out in October of 08 through Peaceville, and that was album number 14 of 20, I believe they're up to now, um, which is nuts. Like, that's so many albums. Um but yeah, like I said, this kind of fell in that this this dark period for me as far as their discography goes. Right, just kind of wasn't wasn't that into it. But um, but yeah, this is a bit of a change of pace song for the episode here. So here we go off of 2008's Dark Thrones and Black Flags. This is Dark Throne with Norway in September. <laughs>
we go. That was Dark Throne with Norway in September. I will say I do miss the, you know, harsh Nocturnal Culto vocals because, you know, he still has a rasp to it, you know, on more recent albums, but the actual, like, full-blown kind of black metal voice um, that he used to sing in, he hasn't been doing, and I don't know if it's because he can't quite do it anymore like he used to, or if he's just choosing to use this new voice, but I do uh, kind of miss it. Um, okay, we're jumping to Finland here. This is a five-piece that's been going since 97, and uh, they are an excellent melodic band. It is Insomnium, and the guitar work is always stellar, and the songwriting is always stellar. Um, they really haven't released a bad album to me, and uh, I'm going to play something off of an album called Across the Dark, and that came out in September of 2009 uh, through Candlelight Records, and that is album number four of nine. And they're very steady, just like uh, some of their fellow countrymen in uh, Kalma. It's always very melodic and very guitar-driven and still um, aggressive and catchy and they just never really lose their their style or their sound it's always very identifiable uh so insomnium is definitely that same way so this one is a little bit of a long one but i love this tune and it fits uh well with the other songs here so here we go off of the 2009 album across the dark this is insomnium with the lay of autumn
All right, there we go. That was Insomnium from Finland with The Lay of Autumn, and that is a fantastic record from them. Um, okay, I think it's time for another little change of pace type song here. Um, this is a one-man band from Norway that specializes in acoustic uh, compositions, instrumental. Um, they're usually fairly short. Uh, the band is Vali. And uh, I first heard them on a compilation, uh, which I'll reference later on in the episode as well. But um, checking out the albums, there's only been two albums, uh, to my knowledge at least. And uh, the last one uh, coming in 2013. No idea why um, he stopped doing more records, not really sure. But um, it's excellent. I mean, it's perfect walking in the woods music, basically. So... Uh, the debut is very good. I'm choosing to play something off of uh, the second album, which is called Skoglandskap. And that is basically just means like forest landscape, pretty much. Um, and that came out in 2013 through Auerbach Records. And it's a really strong album, and it's one that I've listened to for years. Um, I don't listen to it all the time or anything like that, but when the mood hits, uh, I put on either one of, of these albums. And uh, it just hits the spot. It's really, really well done. And the guitar work is uh, fantastic. And the layering, some of its sounds, to me at least, I'm not a great guitar player or anything, uh, pretty intricate with some of the layering and stuff that, that goes on. Um, but yeah, this, you know, th there's nothing directly relating to fall or autumn or whatever here, but it's just kind of more of the mood, I guess, of it. Uh, so I figured it would be a nice change of pace. So here we go off of the second album, Skoglandskap. This is Valley with Langt i Defierne, which means like far away in the distance. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right, there we go. That was Vali from Norway with Longt i de Fjerne. Um, beautiful. I mean, the whole record is like that, and the debut as well. Um, I would love to hear more material from that project. Um, but who knows? It's been <laughs> 10 years. Maybe maybe there's nothing more coming. We'll see. Um, okay, we're going to Sweden here for a one-man band that's been going since 97, who I admittedly know very little about. Um, almost nothing, frankly. And I was just kind of looking up uh, a few songs to kind of round out this episode. I had a fair portion of it uh, already kind of planned out. But uh, just to find those last few songs, I'm, I was just kind of Googling what are some good, you know, black metal relating to autumn, you know. And so you'd find the occasional like Reddit post or something of people asking the same question. And I would see, you know, the answers that people would give them. So I was like, oh, I haven't heard that one, you know, and I check it out. And uh, so, yeah, this was one of them. So the band is Forest of Shadows, and I'm going to play something off of an EP from 2001. So they have three albums. Um, I don't even recall if they're still active or not, but uh, I'm going to play something off of an EP called Where Dreams Turn to Dust. And uh, that came out in 01 through Rage of Achilles Records. And... Um, and a lot of people were just kind of swearing by this uh, with their whenever they were answering those questions online. They said, "Oh, you should check this one out. It's really good," uh, and it is. It is pretty good. Um, I probably would have never heard it otherwise had I not been kind of researching for the episode here. But it's pretty good, so I'm happy to uh, have heard it and uh, to include it on the episode. So here we go off of their 2001 ep where dreams turn to dust this is forest of shadows with eternal autumn Thank you. 
There we go. That is the one-man band from Sweden, Forest of Shadows with Eternal Autumn. That's a really good tune. Um, all right, we're going to the UK here. Six Piece, been going since 91. Probably one of the bigger names uh, from back in the day uh, as far as trendy black metal. <laughs> it's Cradle of Filth. And I'm going to play something I think that originally appeared on the debut um, the Principles of Evil Made Flesh, but I'm going to play a re-recording that they did of this song um, later on that came out in 2001. So the song is Summer Dying Fast because that's kind of where we're at um, seasonally right now. We're at the very final days of summer. And uh, so yeah, I'm going to play Summer Dying Fast, but I'm going to play the version off of Bittersweets to Succubi, uh, the EP that came out in 01 through Abracadaver Records, and um, this one I really don't know, because um, I don't own this EP, so I should have looked it up uh, to see if it was recorded during the same sessions as the Midian album, because the drum sound especially uh, sounds almost exactly the same, so um, not sure if this particular re-recording was done during those sessions or if it was a totally separate session. Maybe it was just done at the same studio or something like that. But to me, I can definitely hear that same uh, production for the most part uh, from the Midian album. But really like this version. Um, it's just a little tighter of a performance and the production's a little bit better. So uh, anytime I want to hear this song, this is usually the version that I uh, that I go to. So here we go off of the 2001 EP, Bittersweets to Succubi. This is Cradle of Filth with Summer Dying Fast.
There we go. That is Cradle of Filth with Summer Dying Fast, the re-recorded version from 2001. I love that version. Um, All right, we're going to the USA here out of Brooklyn, New York, a band that existed from 1990 till 2010. That is Typo Negative, and we've already heard Typo Negative because that's the theme song for this podcast, so you hear them every episode. But... um, this was actually like the first one that kind of sprung to mind um, whenever I came up with the theme for this episode. And that's the song September Sun, um, which was on the album Dead Again, which was their final album that came out in 2007. That was album number seven uh, that came out through Steam Hammer, or I want to say... It says Steam Hammer, but I've, I'm almost certain that the CD case said SPV on it, which I'm not sure if that's a branch of Steam Hammer or vice versa, or I could just be totally fabricating that in my brain. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure if that's just, you know, the same label, basically. But um, the album didn't do a whole lot for me at the time. Like, I, I was getting into the... At the time that this one came out, I was getting into... The older stuff. I was a bit of a late bloomer with Typo Negative. Um, I had heard the hits, you know, uh, Black Number One and you know, Christian Woman and stuff like that. But it took me a while to fully kind of dive in. And um, but yeah, I was I was digging the older stuff and October Rusts and stuff like that. And then this one came out, and I was like, eh. 
I mean, it's got some good songs on it, but then there were some others that just weren't doing a whole lot for me. And to this day, I'd say it's still the one that I listen to the least. But I have grown to appreciate it more over time. Uh, there's some really good songs on here. But I do remember this uh, music video. I can't remember where I used to see it, but I used to see it with some regularity uh, at the time. But um, the video version is much shorter. It was like a five-minute song. So I'm going to play the full the full shebang here. So this one's a little bit of a longer version, but I think it just serves the song better. I like to hear the full context of everything. So, so yeah, here we go off of 2007's Dead Again. This is Typo Negative with September Sun.
There we go. That was typo negative with September Sun. Um, yeah, that's that's a good record, and it's one that I never really gave uh, the proper time of day, but uh, definitely appreciate it more these days. I also saw, uh, I think it was yesterday, because I'll be posting this on Sunday, but I'm recording this on Thursday, the 21st, but I think it was yesterday, the 20th, that was the um, 24th anniversary of uh, World Coming Down being released, which is probably my favorite, I'd say still my favorite typo negative record. So yeah, hard to believe it's been that long. Uh, Alright, we're going to... I think they're Canadian. I wrote down Canada, but I honestly <laughs> meant to double check that to see if my memory is betraying me or not. Um, but this band existed from 02 to 2011, and I decided to finally look up uh, the proper way to pronounce it, because I felt pretty confident that I've been pronouncing it incorrectly the entire time. Um, so it's Woods of Ypres, and I always used to say Ypres, because it ends with an E-S, so I always thought it was more of an eh sound, but it's uh, Ypres. Woods of Ypres, and really, this is another one just like September Sun, but whenever I first kind of was thinking of the concept for this uh, episode, this was another one that jumped to mind immediately, and uh, the song is called The End of August, and it was off of the debut full-length. They had four um, full-length albums, and there was an EP in 2002. Um, So yeah, this one I'm going to play is off the, the actual debut full-length called Pursuit of the Sun and Allure of the Earth. Came out in August of 04 through Crankenhouse Records, which I've never heard of that one before. But um, the thing I think of every time I hear this song is uh, the band Obsidian Tongue, because I saw them at a uh, festival in Connecticut, in New London, Connecticut, excellent festival. I mean, it was at a smaller club and all that, but man, it was it was an excellent lineup of bands. There was Fen and Agaloc and Evoken and Obsidian Tongue and just, you know, there was there was a ton of, of great bands on this uh, this bill, and it was over the course of uh, two or three nights, I can't remember. But, um, but yes, Obsidian Tongue uh, covered this song and they did a really, really good job of it, and it was just uh, a pleasure to, to see it live so yeah this is one that I definitely had uh, in the back of my mind as uh, wanting to include on the list here so so here we go off of the 2004 debut Pursuit of the Sun and Allure of the Earth this is Woods of Ypres with the end of August
there we go that was woods of ypres with the end of august um yeah i always think back to that festival in connecticut every time i hear that song great times um all right we're going to ireland here and this band's been going since 92 and they're about to release a new record actually that is primordial so i'm going to play something off of album number two which is called a journey's end And that came out in June of 98 through Misanthropy Records, and that was album number two out of ten. They're about to release album number ten. And this record is really interesting because the debut sounded like a debut. It was a bit unfocused, uh, definitely kind of leaned harder into uh, more the black metal side of of what they were still kind of trying to be. And uh, they still kind of try a little too hard to be that on this record as well to an extent. And I'd say by the time the third record rolls around is when they've kind of found their identity and then they've just kind of uh, decided to ride that train from there on out and uh, they've kind of stayed true to their sound ever since. But this one was definitely more polished and more put together than the debut, but it was still a bit experimental. Uh, It was their first album with Simon on the drums and he was a definite, you know, upgrade uh, with his abilities but there's some great songs on here, and there's some weird songs on here as well. In fact, my, my favorite Primordial song uh, is on this album, which is called uh, Dark Song. But, um, and I'm almost certain I've played that on an older episode at one point. But yes, I figured I would play uh, a song that is uh, certainly kind of on the nose when it comes to the title and fitting the theme and all that. So here we go off of their interesting second album a journey's end this is primordial with autumns ablaze
takes forever from the grace of man and I fell so
Alright, that is Primordial with Autumn's Ablaze off of the album A Journey's End. Um, that's, that's, you know, I, I kind of mention as though it's a negative, that it's kind of experimental and a little bit all over the place, but uh, I really like the mix on, of styles, and it's just kind of a weird blend of interesting songs. So some might view it as a little too experimental or unfocused or whatever, but I actually kind of like the uh, all-over-the-place nature of this album. Uh, okay, we're going to Germany here. This is a two-man band that's been going since 94, and that is Imperium. And Imperium has released some beautiful albums over the years. Um, I mentioned earlier with the Volley song that I played that uh, I first heard them on a compilation and said that I would mention it later on, and uh, now is that time. So... Um, I bought a compilation, I want to say it was around 2012, and uh, it's called Whom the Moon a Night Song Sings, and that was assembled by Fursi, the um, main guy uh, behind Le Discret, um, and it's all just beautiful, mostly acoustic, but for the most part it's just, it's not all acoustic, but some of it is just very atmospheric. And just kind of has this vibe of being in tune with kind of nature and and all that. And um, if I remember right, it's the the opening song on the compilation is Imperium, and it's this song called "The Days Before the Fall." And I loved it, and it's an excellent song. I still really like that song a lot. And they ended up re-recording it um, for the album "The Turn of the Tides" that they released in 2014. But I don't like that version. Like they, they didn't really change the structure of it or anything like that. It's more of just the uh, the overall mix. The sound of it uh, is a little bit different, and I just kind of like the mix of uh, this version that's on the compilation. But the compilation was released uh, in October 2010 through Prophecy Productions, and it had bands like Musk Ox and uh, and Volley and Imperium and uh, just. A whole hodgepodge of things uh, from all different countries and stuff, but it's all kind of fitting in this same kind of musical vein. Um, but I still go back to that um, compilation regularly. Like, it's just good listening for any time of year, really. But yeah, this one being the first song on the compilation, it's one that I have heard probably the most. And it's just a great, well-put-together song. So here we go. Off of the Whom the Moon a Night Song Sings compilation from 2010, this is Imperium with The Days Before the Fall.
There we go. Absolutely beautiful. That was Imperium from Germany with the Days Before the Fall. Uh, if you haven't heard that compilation before, I believe it's on Spotify as well. Like, I own the physical copy, and it looks like it's been uh, run over by a dump truck about 15 times because I've just worn it out over the years. But um, but it is on Spotify should you want to check it out. Um, okay, we're going to the USA here out of, I'm just going to say Minnesota because... He was originally from uh, Kentucky and then moved to Minnesota, and he's been there for years. So I'm just going to uh, say that Minnesota can claim him now. <laughs> it's a one-man band that's been going since 07. It's Panopticon. And uh, we used to be label mates uh, in Krigsgrove. We used to be label mates with Panopticon when we were on Bind Rune Recordings. Uh, we released one album through them uh, back in 2016. But... Um, but yeah, Panopticon is most definitely the uh, the cash cow for that label, and uh, they're always promoting some sort of a reissue or you know upcoming album from them. And there's there's a lot of uh, Panopticon focused promotion <laughs> going on from Bindrune at all times. But uh, I do remember this album when it came out because it had been a little bit uh, since he had released anything. And uh, there was some kind of high anticipation for this one. And uh, it's a good record. It's not one that I've gone back to, you know, terribly often. And that's, you know, no fault of the album. It's a great album, but I just kind of haven't haven't gone back for multiple listens, you know. But uh, it's a very solid record. The album's called Autumn Eternal, and that came out in October of 2015. Uh, through Bind Rune Recordings, as I said, and that was album number 7 out of 10, so there's been a few more since then. Um, but the main man, Austin, uh, very, very nice. Um, you know, we met him, uh, myself and uh, and Corey, who was uh, still in Krigsgrove at the time, and, and we went up to Minnesota to see um, Slow Dive in concert. And that was all my doing because I just wanted to see them and they weren't coming to Texas. So I was just kind of trying to pick a city to go to that wouldn't cost a fortune. So we chose uh, Minneapolis. And um, so we went out there for that reason to see Slow Dive. And then we checked out um, Austin's Brewery, which was Hammerheart uh, Brewing Company. Is that what they're called? Brewing Company or just Hammerheart Brewing? I don't remember. But it's all very Viking-themed, and it's just basically an all-wood kind of cabin, and just kind of has a certain aesthetic to it. Um, And so we went there just to check it out and try some of the beers, and then uh, Austin was there, so we got to talking with him, and he gave us the grand tour of the place and stuff, and we chatted for a good long while, and he was going behind the bar and bringing us certain tasters of different beers to try and stuff like that and it turns out that he and his wife uh becca i believe her name is uh were going to see slow dive as well so uh it was the following night so they invited us uh to meet up and get something to eat before the show so we did we went to like some german like sausage house type place and got some food and then we went to the show and um but yeah very very nice people and uh, I believe since then, Hammerheart has moved or is in the process of moving to a city that's like further north. So they're moving kind of out of that area where they've been for the last several years. But anyways, you know, um, we kind of made some connections there, made some friends. Because uh, some of the people who are in Panopticon's live lineup uh, work there. <laughs> like work at Hammerheart. I mean, they're all, 
he's just friends in high places you know excellent musicians that just happen to be in minnesota and work there and stuff like that so it's kind of cool some of the connections we've we've made over the years um just from that trip basically but anywho let's go ahead and play the song here shall we so i'm going to play the title track so here we go off of their 2015 album of the same name this is panopticon with autumn eternal
There we go. That was Panopticon with Autumn Eternal. So we had Forest of Shadows with Eternal Autumn and then Panopticon with Autumn Eternal. Um, Alright, we got a couple more here. We're going to Sweden. Five Piece that's been going since 1990 and they have gotten too big for their britches, if you ask me. That is Opeth. And, um, you know, I could rant and rave about Opeth all night if you let me, but... Uh, I definitely enjoy the bulk of their discography, except for the last several. Um, they play this style that they're going for these days. They play it well, but that doesn't mean I feel like listening to it. <laughs> so, the thing that always bothered me was the degree to which they've alienated their old fan base. Um, and it's like for years people would try to paint them with these more elaborate uh, subgenres and stuff, and Michael Ackerfeld would uh, chime in and say, well, we're a death metal band. Like, at the heart of it, we're a death metal band. And he would correct people all the time. That would try to refer to them as, like, well, you're kind of this progressive, you know, whatever. No, we're a death metal band, like, through and through. And then... Whenever they released Heritage, he was just like, yeah, I, I haven't even listened to Death Metal in years. And Death Metal just doesn't really allow you to uh, paint a broad enough picture musically. And it's too confining and blah, blah, blah. So then he, yeah, just all of a sudden decided, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm actually not that big of a Death Metal fan. And I haven't listened to it in years. And it's just like, really, dude? So yeah, no more growls. And it's just all jazzy bullshit but the old stuff is still damn good and um it's easy to forget that because if once you've kind of turned on a band um you tend to just kind of at least with me sometimes I'm bad about having musical grudges sometimes to where if somebody from a band pisses me off with something they said in, a, in an interview or something like that I just won't listen to them anymore for like a long while um but yeah, Opeth, I, I've never really done that because the old stuff is just really solid. Um, the song I'm going to play is one of their more popular songs. I don't quite get why, though. Like, it's a perfectly fine song, but to me there's tons of better ones. But this one is always one that people are, you know, shouting for at live shows to, you know, that they want to hear during the encore and stuff like that. Um, so the song is called Demon of the Fall, and that came out on uh, the album called My Arms, Your Hearse. That came out in May of 98 through Candlelight Records. I always forget that they were on Candlelight, because I think they were on it for the album prior as well, uh, Morning Rise. But, um, but yeah, this album was really good. I think Michael played bass on it as well, because they had Martin Lopez uh, hired by then, but it was so late... Like they were about to start recording, so rather than try to teach him everything at the last minute, you know, Michael Ackerfeld just decided to do the bass on this album himself. Um, wait, did I say... Wait, 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 wait. I said Martin Lopez, but it was Mendez is the bass player. Lopez was the drummer, and this was the first record with him playing for them as well. So I confused my Martins for a moment there. Uh, but this was album number three out of 13 is what they're up to now. But um, it's a really good one. It's definitely more progressive than the first two. But uh, they didn't really, they didn't, you know, forget the roots uh, on this one. There's still a lot of really aggressive moments and aggressive songs on here. So 
But this one is, as I said, one of the most popular tunes that the fans are uh, always yelling for at live shows. So here we go, off of 1998's My Arms, Your Hearse. This is Opeth with Demon of the Fall.
All right, there we have it. That is Opeth with Demon of the Fall. Uh, it is that time for me to announce the final song of the episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for telling other people about the podcast. And if you want to listen online, you can listen at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com or on the free Podbean app. Uh, and the entire catalog of episodes is on Spotify as well. So you can find it there. So find the podcast and follow it so you don't miss out. Uh, any sort of feedback or requests or critiques or whatever, uh, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And of course, please find and like the Facebook page. Because any sort of news or updates or like poll questions for you guys, the listeners, uh, it's all going to be posted there. Uh, so please find and like the page so you don't miss any of that information. And I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the theme here. Um, I mean, it'll be more enjoyable, I think, once the weather cools down a bit more. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to will that into existence by doing this episode. I already put some of my fall decorations out uh, on the front door, changing out my wreath and stuff like that. I'm like, damn it, I'm going to force fall into this equation here. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was a long one, so thanks for hanging in there. Uh, but I'll be back to the usual format uh, for the next episode. So here we go. We're going to uh, the USA out of Washington State. It's a four-piece band that's been going since 07, and that is Alda. And they've got four records uh, from 09, 2011, 2015, and then uh, the newest one came out in 2021. That's the one that I'm going to play uh, a song off of. I'm actually going to play the title track here. So... That album's called A Distant Fire, and that came out in October of 2021 through Eisenwald Records. And Eisenwald releases a lot of good stuff these days. Like, uh, there's several albums, uh, none that come into mind at this moment, of course, but there's several albums that I've really enjoyed in recent years that uh, have been released through Eisenwald. But um, this one's long, but I think it's a really excellent song. A real nice journey to take you on uh, to finish out the episode. You know I always like something doomy or something kind of long to finish things out. So this is a long one, so hang in there. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and again, just thanks for listening. And I should be perfectly on time and ready to go uh, two weeks from now with the next episode. There shouldn't be any delays there, so be on the lookout for that. So... Here we go, off of their fourth album from 2021 of the same name. This is Alda with A Distant Fire. Cheers.
friend